what what is a win what, what does it feel like when your hockey team wins a game i don't know today on the lockdown booze pa- podcast we're talking about the st louis blues franchise record eight game regulation losing streak they lost last night to the philadelphia flyers five to one um I don't know. It's 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 re- it's reached a dire point. Um, franchise record losing streak. Uh, worst offense in the NHL. Roster moves happening today. Jake Neighbors gets sent down. Lots to cover. I'm gonna try to diagnose what the heck has been going wrong with this team. Try to stay optimistic. I don't know. Should be a fun episode. Make sure you stay tuned. Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network and your number one source. For Blues content, I am your host, as always, Josh Hyman. I've done this show for a very long time. I've got almost 500 episodes. I'm pretty sure this one right here is episode 497, which is crazy. Um, So if you missed out on those, you want to look back through our catalog, feel free. Got plenty of good interviews. Uh, Robert Thomas did an interview with him. Jordan Cairo way back. Jake Neighbors, Scott Barunovich. Those are all really fun episodes. Um, and you can also keep up with the current stuff, obviously. Uh, the show's on YouTube and completely free and available on all podcast platforms. Uh, so today's episode, what do we got? Um, segments one and two are going to be the losing streak. Um, it has reached eight games in regulation, uh, and the Blues haven't looked remotely good in any of them. Uh, they lost 5-1 last night. Um against a goalie who I believe has yet to get a had yet to get a win in the NHL um and gave up some goals to some guys that I'm pretty sure had a, had less than 100 goals combined I'm pretty sure everyone that scored in the for the Flyers last night uh had less than 100 goals combined like in their NHL career so it's ugly at this point you know um Blues have the Colorado Avalanche coming up in a few games um and like it's it's gotten to the point where this could get embarrassing real quick. Um, San Jose tomorrow, another not so good team. Vegas in a few days, they're the best team in the NHL record wise, I think, or at least they were as of a few days ago. And then Colorado after that. So the next three games, they have one not so good team and then two extremely good teams, and this could get a lot uglier. Um, Pretty quickly. Uh, last episode, I suspected that it was going to get worse before it got better, and it is continuing to get worse. Um, all of the same problems that we had been seeing um, in the losing streak were fully present front and center last night. Um, the offense was non-existent. Ryan O'Reilly finally got himself another goal on the year, so at least there's that. Um, nice goal assisted by Barbashev and Letty, but at that point it was 3-1. Um, 
it's it's tough and i it's like i don't even know where to go um because a lot of the times you know with the blues in the past it's been like okay their defense is bad let's talk about the defense you know how can they improve who can they bring in or what can they change to to make this better but now and like if you've been listening to the show i am pretty much completely lost in terms of what's causing these issues um I'm not the only one who's lost. I think the St. Louis Blues as a whole are completely lost. And I think that's that's just what it comes down to is this team has no identity, has no has no drive to compete. I don't want to say no drive to compete because obviously a lot of the guys want to win. But just something isn't clicking. And it's it's missing the mark by so much that not it's not like a slump where, oh man, you lose you lose four or five you fought some tough battles. No, this is, you've lost eight games in a row in regulation. And I can't remember the last game where I was like, oh, the Blues might win this one. Um, You know, last night against the Flyers, the first period was decent. They had some good pressure here and there. And then the second period just got away from them, gave up three goals, gave up one horrendous, horrendous, horrendous goal. Um, with like eight seconds to go i guess we could talk about that in more detail so the goal with eight seconds to go let's let's discuss um it's a four on four plenty of open ice colton pareko picks up the puck in the defensive zone he sees a forward leaking out along the boards as well as a couple forwards uh leaking out in the center and on the other side um makes a quick ill-advised decision to try to push the puck to the forwards up the boards where it is pretty much immediately picked off by the Philadelphia Flyers. At this point, it's about a three-on-three heading back towards Thomas Grice and the Blues goal. And rather than pick up either of the two guys that were rushing towards the net, Colton Pareko sort of just stands where he was when he turned the puck over and allows a passing lane that I could have uh, threaded you know, just wide open, 2-on-0 pretty much for the Flyers. Nothing Thomas Grice could do. And that was really the backbreaker. You know, obviously being down two, it's like, okay, you know, what gives me any faith the Blues are going to come back from a two-goal deficit. But, you know, going down three after just such an embarrassing display of ineptitude um, in terms of just basic positioning and basic decision-making, it was just like, I don't know, that... That was maybe the most discouraging goal of the season for me up until this point. You know, any any hope that I had that they could turn it around in that game was gone with that goal, but more so the season. You know, I've been getting a couple DMs on Twitter and stuff like, do you think the Blues can turn it around this year? And, you know, the first thing you look at is 2019. The Blues were in a pretty similar situation. They had started off really, really poorly. They were in last place come like January 21st or whatever, made a couple changes. And then sure enough, they go on to win the Stanley Cup. Now, because of that, I am hesitant to say that this season is a wash quite yet because this team just, the the pieces are there. Are they a Stanley Cup contending team based on their pieces? No. Are they a second to last place team in the NHL? Um based off of their their pieces absolutely not they're somewhere in between the pieces on this roster that this roster on paper is that of a playoff team and the blues up until this point have 
fallen so far below the bar that was set for them this season. And it's just a matter of like, how the heck is this team, these players, how are they playing so poorly? You know, you could look at anybody on the roster besides like Jordan Bennington, Vladimir Tarasenko, maybe Braden Shen and say, what the heck is up with these guys? Like this is, it's like what I list off three or four guys just there. So that's like 15 guys um, where you're like, they are playing below expectations for them. Every single one of them is playing below expectations for them. Um, and it's just a matter of like, how the heck do you diagnose this problem? You know, it's like death by a thousand paper cuts at this point. It's not one big thing. It's just like 20 little things that are all going wrong at the same time. Uh, in the second segment, I, I'm going to list off a couple of really fun stats about this eight-game losing streak, and then I'm going to be talking about the roster moves that the Blues made after that. But before I get into any of that, I wanted to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. You may be asking yourself, what the heck is Athletic Greens? What the heck is this product that I'm telling you about called AG1? Well, I'll tell you. AG1 is a little powder. You scoop one scoop into into your water water bottle or a cup of water whatever it may be in the morning or whatever take it with you that's what i like to do i put it in my water bottle uh take it with me throughout the day um with one delicious scoop of ag1 you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole food source superfoods probiotics and adaptogens to help you start your day right this special blend blend of ingredients supports your gut health your nervous system your immune system your energy recovery focus and aging all incredibly important things. And the best part about AG1 and Athletic Greens, when you support them, you're supporting a good cause. Athletic Greens is a climate-neutral certified company. In 2020, AG purchased carbon credits that support projects protecting old-growth rain, uh, rainforests. And for every single purchase, Athletic Greens donates to organizations helping to get nutritious food to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry here in the United States. In 2020 alone, AG donated over 1.2 million meals. So you're supporting them, you're supporting a good cause, plus you're, you're treating your body right. Right now, it is time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every single day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And I will be right back with the second half of today's episode. All right. So good account over on Twitter known as blues views. If you guys haven't heard of him, check him out. Uh, he does great stuff. He likes to put some stats together and he put together a list of stats that uh, I found fairly fascinating and I'm going to go through them here talk about some of them one by one so uh, over the last uh, eight games the St. Louis Blues which if you didn't know they've lost all eight I know wow eight game losing streak here are their stats they have an 0-8 record which is good enough for last place in the NHL 32nd in the NHL they have 12 goals for, which is good for 31st in the NHL. So there's someone worse out there in terms of scoring goals. They have given up 38 goals, which, quick math in my head, 38 goals, 8 games. Uh, <laughs> that's a little less than 5 goals a game. 
Um, five goals a game would be 40. So, hey, you're only at like 4.7 something. Almost five goals a game given up. Um, that is good for a minus 26 goal differential, which is last place in the NHL over that stretch. Minus 26 goal differential. That means they're getting outscored by an average of almost three goals a game over this time frame. Um, wow. <laughs> um, or no, over three goals a game. Yeah, almost four goals a game, kind of. Um, expected goals, 42.3, 27th in the NHL, 46.7 shots for percentage, which means they're only getting forty about 46, 47% of shots in a given game. That's good enough for 25th. 46.1% Corsi, which is good enough for 25th. Those of you who don't know what Corsi is, it basically means how much of the play is in the Blues' favor? How much are they controlling the puck? How much are they controlling momentum? How much are they controlling possession? That's only 46% of the time. 25th in the NHL. They have 73 giveaways, which is a lot. Uh, 27th in the NHL. Then you get into some special teams. They are 18% on the power play, which is 24th in the NHL. Uh, and then there's 65% on the penalty kill, which is 30th in the NHL. Now, the Blues special teams was really, really good last year. It was one of the main reasons why they had so much success. Uh, their power play was phenomenal. Their penalty kill was great. And now both of those have fallen off a cliff. I'm pretty sure they were like top 10 in the league in both power play and penalty kill. Um, and now over the last eight games, they are bottom 10 in the league in both. Um, the one-timer is clearly missing from the power play. You know, that's where Perron thrived. He had 11 power play goals last year, and I don't remember how many of them were, were off of a one-timer, but it felt like a good amount of them were. Must have been a good amount if they're struggling as much as they are. Um, they have Robert Thomas in that spot now, and he isn't known for his shot. I don't really understand the decision-making there. Um, oh, my God. Here's a good one. They have a 4.95% shooting percentage, which means out of every 100 shots on goal the Blues have had, less than five have gone in. In case you didn't, didn't know, that is good enough for last in the NHL. Surprise, surprise. Um, and their save percentage is 86.5% which is 30th in the NHL. So that is a good chunk of stats. That is win-loss, goals for, goals against, goal differential, advanced stats, giveaways, special teams, shooting percentage, save percentage. Like there really aren't that many stats left off of this list. You can say hits, um, shots on goal. I don't know. There are a few stats missing, but those are like pretty much all of the major stats for an NHL team. And the Blues are bottom 10 in all of them and bottom five in all but three. The Blues have effectively been the worst team in the NHL over their eight-game losing streak, which, big surprise, you lose eight games in a row. But it's not just like, oh, you know, they could have won some. No, it's everything. Everything. Special teams, offense, goaltending, giveaways. It's like the list goes on and on of just ineptitude. It's like I have never seen a team that I've cheered for play this poorly in any sport. And I watched the Patriots with Cam Newton. It's like, something's got to give, maybe? 
that's what I was saying at the beginning of this losing streak is, oh, you know, they're not this bad. Are they this bad? They might be this bad. Um, What do you do moving forward? Well, you got three games to, to prove yourself before this turns into a absolute disaster, I think. Um, San Jose is a team the Blues should beat. 100% a team the Blues should beat. San Jose has been very, very bad this year. Besides Eric Carlson, who's been pretty darn good. Um, San Jose's been bad. You gotta beat San Jose. You gotta beat a bad team. Because you, you go into Vegas with a nine-game losing streak. Or not into Vegas. Are they at home for that game? Let's see. Yeah, so they are at home. Um, oh, no, they're home against the Sharks. I know, yeah, then they're going to Vegas. So you lose against the Sharks. You head into Vegas, a team that has a 12-2 and record. Um, You're going to have a hard time winning that. And then guess what? You go to Colorado to play the Avalanche, who, yeah, they're on, a little underwhelming, 6-4-1, and one, but it's the friggin' Avalanche. They won the Stanley Cup last year. So there is a very very realistic scenario where we're sitting here on monday talking about an 11 game regulation losing streak oh my goodness and you know what the 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 annoying thing is you win one game great you got a heck of a lot of work to do to get back to where you were you got it's gotta it's gotta be quick you know it, it, it you can't let this spiral much more you can't go to like eight and 15 or you know god forbid you know eight and 15 that 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 would even imply that they go like 500 over their next 15 games or 10 games or whatever something's got to give soon and maybe it will come with these roster changes that the blues made so in this upcoming third and final segment i'm going to be talking about those changes giving my thoughts on them and more make sure you stay tuned okay so the Blues made a couple different roster changes. The first one I want to talk about is Logan Brown was put on injured reserve. Disappointing. I think Brown was a bright spot uh, for that bottom six. I think he was one of, honestly, the better players in last night's game against the Flyers. Um, I saw a lot I liked out of him, but he did get injured, and now he's going on injured reserve. So the Blues will be without Logan Brown for the foreseeable future. Uh, they will also be without Jake Neighbors for maybe the rest of the season. Um, as he gets sent down to the AHL, the Thunderbirds, um, he could get called back up at some point. I'm not sure. He wasn't bad by any means. He wasn't part of the problem. He just wasn't doing a whole lot inspiring. And it's honestly like, you know, might as well put him on a team where he's going to play first line minutes and get him off of a team that is losing and free falling at a rapid pace. As much as I'm going to miss watching him play for the Blues, you know, it was something to look forward to every time they played. It's probably what's best for him in the long run. Could see him back up with the team this year. Maybe, maybe not. Um, but then they made some call-ups that I'm honestly pretty excited about. Uh, Josh Levo, hard worker. Um, hopefully he can bring a spark to the team, you know, with some energy, with some hustle. And then the one that I'm actually really excited about is Nikita Alexandrov. He is he has probably been the Blues' best young player in the AHL this season. Um, if the Blues roster wasn't so deep, uh, I think he would have made the team at a training camp. Um, but, you know, here he is, chance to prove himself. And I think he brings a lot to the team that the Blues have been missing. He brings some physicality. Um, he brings some skill, a little bit of speed, kind of just a jack-of-all-trades in that sense. Um, I'm expecting him to suit up on that fourth line, third line, maybe where Jake Neighbors was. Um, but overall, I'm excited about that. I think he can bring a good spark to this team because, <laughs> because they need it. 
My goodness, do they need it. So let's recap here. What are the keys to not losing the next three games? Um, you got to beat San Jose. That's my, if you go into, if you go into Las Vegas with a nine game regulation losing streak, you're not winning. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's going to be a tall task. And then if you lose both of those games, you're heading into Colorado, a team that beat you in the playoffs, team that knows how to beat you. Um, and you're going into that game with all the pressure of a 10 game regulation losing streak on top of your shoulders. Um, if the Blues do not beat the San Jose Sharks uh, tomorrow night, I truly think that they will lose to both Vegas and Colorado. I still think even if they beat the San Jose Sharks, they're probably still going to lose to both Vegas and Colorado. Unless unless I see something in the San Jose game that shows that the team has flipped the switch and is out of this rut. But as I think it was Ryan O'Reilly said, like it is really, really difficult climbing out of a hole like this. You know, With motivation and just player attitude, it's hard. It's hard to get the guys together and and playing cohesively when the team is struggling this much. So what are the keys? Keep it simple. I said this before the Philly game, and they didn't keep it simple. Defensive zone turnovers, I think, has been killing the Blues. Like I talked about on that third Philadelphia goal, it was a defensive zone turnover that was awful. Um, And unfortunately, I think the defensive zone turnovers are going to continue to happen. Um, limit those as much as possible, but also it's a matter of adapting when you make turnovers, when you make bad plays, do 110% of what you can do to make sure it doesn't bite you in the butt. Like when Colton Pareko turns the puck over in the defensive zone, don't just stand in that same spot you were when you passed the puck to the wrong team, bust your butt back to the front of the net and say, all right, you know what? I will dive in front of any shot, any pass, break up any play. Because I just made a mistake, I have to remediate it now. And that's the biggest thing, is when the Blues make a mistake, they compound on those errors. They make a turnover, or they give up a goal, and you see the shoulders drop, and you see the, man, you know, you see the frustration, the body language. And it leads to more goals, it leads to more turnovers, it leads to more giveaways. So it's about staying grounded and and just just ignoring the scoreboard. You know, when you go down one nothing against San Jose, or if you go down, you get one nothing in San Jose. Don't accept the loss right then and there, or whatever. You know, just don't let the mistakes compound. Try to build off of positive play. I don't know. It's dire. It's desperate. But I'm still here talking about it to you guys every single day. So make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening to me on, because that is all the time I have for you guys today. Thank you all so much for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for checking out the YouTube channel at Locked On Blues on YouTube. Getting a lot of support there lately. It's been the one thing that's kept me going this season is being able to talk to you guys about it, being able to vent. So appreciate all the support there. Um, Had some big days lately with the last two episodes, even though the last two episodes were fairly negative. This is going to be another one, so hopefully you guys like it as well. (laughs) Uh, Follow Locked On Blues on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Blues. You can follow me on Twitter at Josh Hyman NHL. Thank you all so much for listening, and as always, Let's go Blues.